And hey, everyone, welcome to episode number 13 of the ACP. I am your host, the one, the only Andy Bermudez. And yeah, I had to put funeral music. Um, Yeah, people, I know I didn't put I didn't put out two. I didn't I didn't put out. I only put out one episode last week. And the reason for that was because, well, I was getting through with The Last of Us. I was finishing that up. And, dude, I just, man, that game made me so depressed. And it made me so depressed and and all in all the wrong reasons. Like you can be depressed for all the right reasons. You might be thinking that's fucking insane. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Have you ever went into a sad movie? You know, you expected it to be sad, but you wanted it to hit you in the gut. Like sometimes I watch really sad movies and I'm like, okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna present me a really sad movie, um Try to pull, try to pull out the heart out of my chest. You feel me? So, you know, some people like, you know, when you're getting into shit and you're like, all right, this is fucking depressing. But at the same time, I like it. Like that goes with music, movies, all that shit. Like who the fuck watches Marley and me and goes, this movie is going to really make this movie is really going to make me happy by the time I finish watching it. Like, nobody ever says that. Like, come on. Nobody. But Jesus fucking Christ, dude. The Last of Us 2. I I think, I don't think I'm going to talk about it in this episode, dude. I was really, I'm thinking about having a separate episode talking about The Last of Us 2. Like, spoiler discussion. Because I really got to get shit off my chest. Holy fuck, dude. This game so... Jesus Louise, it disappointed me from every, everything they did in that story, dude. It just, it didn't work for me. It really didn't. And it's not working for a lot of people. I don't want to talk about it too much because like I said, I really want to get into it with in the spoilers discussion. But for those of you who really want to get into it um, without spoilers, do I recommend you get it at full price? No. Um, rent it because I'm thinking about selling my copy or trading it in trading it in at GameStop for fucking 50 cents, maybe, because the more I think about this game, the more I want to get rid of it. So if anybody has a pack of Skittles, I'll I'll trade you The Last of Us 2. For a pack of Skittles, hit me up on Instagram at Chicken Titty Tenders Fifty Seven. But yeah, man. Um, and dude, and and also with like the intro, dude. I like listen to my other episode. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the intro. Like I'm not trying to be like super sad with it. I'm not trying to be all like, yes. Um, welcome to episode number thirteen of the CP. Like I'm not trying to be sad. I'm not trying to be all mopey. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to be all happy in my intros because I'm not that fucking happy. Like I'm blessed. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm blessed. I got a roof over my head and shit. But I'm not. 
I'm not like, welcome to the ACP. Like, like what the fuck? That's not me. Um, but yeah, dude. Anywho, with this week going on, um, dude. For those of you who are getting party invites, like at this moment, I don't know if I touched on that. I don't think I did. But, dude, don't feel bad if you decline a party invitation. Like, it's okay not to go to somebody's birthday party at the moment. Like, I, it, it, for you to get mad at somebody simply because they're looking out for their health and for the health and for the health of others like come on dude like look i don't give a fuck what you do um you can throw a party you can throw a shit ton of parties like that's your business but if you invite me to your party right if you invite me to your birthday party say a graduation party anything why in the fuck would you get mad at me when there's still a pandemic going on? Like, that's just the ego. That is so fucking, you're so full of yourself. If you really get mad at people who aren't going to attend your your. I don't know. Is anybody throwing a quinceanera at the moment? There, uh, uh, there's probably somebody. There's probably somebody out there practicing and practicing bailas and shit outside of their outside of their house. Probably, probably, yeah. But anyways, dude. Like, if say, if somebody invited you to their quinceanera, now is not the time. It really isn't. So for you to get mad at the person at a time where there's literally no cure still, it's it just find that shit to be so dumb. It is so dumb, dude. I have um, a couple of like I, I still got dude. I still haven't even taken photos for like I got my cap and gown and shit. And I still haven't taken photos. Um, one being, I feel super lazy because when it's fucking 102 outside, I don't feel like doing shit outside. So, yeah, fucking judge me, right? And second, I mean, really, dude, it's, I'm gonna have something say like, I'm going to have something with my family, just the people, dude, the only ones that I'm, I'm going to have something that's just like eating outside and chilling. Like, that's it. I'm, I'm going to have like a little gathering. Um, I'm only going to invite my grandmother and my other sister. Like, that's it. Because I don't fucking know. Dude, if I start inviting people, I'm, I don't know what those people have. I don't know what they have. As cool as I might be with them, I don't know what the fuck they're bringing into my house. Like, like, that's, that's, you a, man, you, shit. Like I said, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, but this guy, 
the guy you're listening to right now, I'm not going to throw any party until there's a fucking cure for this shit. Got me fucked up. I'm not attending any fucking Addies or anything. No, no. Fuck that. Uh-uh. So don't feel bad for turning turning down parties, people. Do not feel bad. And, and dude, if somebody truly gets mad at you for saying for respectfully, especially respectfully declining their invitation, like you can thank them for the invitation. Invitation. Am I saying that shit right? Invitation. Right? I gotta be saying that shit right. Dude, and that's like another discussion. How many times do we say words that we can't even pronounce correctly? Invit in invitation. Yes, I said it right. Invitations. So if you respectfully decline somebody's invitation. It's all good, baby. Don't don't trip. And if they get mad, fuck them. Okay? I repeat, fuck them. Like Joe Pesci said in um, The Irishman at the end, fuck them. Fuck them. Ah, oh, dude, that's a fucking great movie. If you, dude, if you still haven't seen The Irishman, like, to this day, what's wrong with you? And speaking of movies, um, apparently robots have a shot at cinema, dude. And I'm not talking about fake robots. Like, I'm not talking about CG. I'm talking about real fucking robots. Apparently, a robot will be the lead actress in a new sci-fi movie. Yeah. Dude, it says the artificially intelligent actress named Erica will star in a film titled B. That's literally the title of it, B. And I think it's, dude, um, if it's sci-fi and they're actually hiring an artificially intelligent actress, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know that existed. I thought the only robots that existed were the ones that clean your house and um, give you back rubs. Like, I didn't even know that shit existed. Word. And it's titled B. Um, that's a strange, like, what, she, I wonder how that's going to play out. What, what's up, B? And then she's like, mm-mm, yes. Like, I don't know. For a robot? What? Dude, imagine losing, like, what if the role wasn't even meant for a robot? And you went, you woke up early, and you prepared yourself for the audition, and you got the role taken away from you from a fucking robot. <sighs> Dude, you, I don't know how I would take that. I'll be like, word? A fucking robot? It's bad enough when sometimes, like sometimes, dude, I mean, it's not cool to be a sore loser, but uh, I'm pretty sure people who audition for things, they want to get it. So when somebody else gets the part, it can be sometimes crushing just a little bit. I'm guessing, right? So for a robot to take the fucking role, shit, that's something you don't hear every day. So it says, four production companies announced earlier this week that they were teaming up to create a movie in which an artificial intelligence woman named Erica will star as the lead actress. The announcement 
comes during a time when most television and movie productions are shut down or put on hold due to safety concerns around the coronavirus. The sci-fi film titled B is being produced by Bondit Capital Media, which I am probably sure I butchered. And it says Happy Moon Productions, Life Entertainment and 1010 Global Media, according to Hollywood Reporter. And wow, dude, Erica looks creepy as fuck. And this might be sci-fi horror. I mean, dude, I don't know how the fuck if this bitch is literally the main actress for the film. If this is the person, not even a person, if this is the character that we are with throughout the whole entire film, it's going to be it's going to be a bore. I mean, I don't think robots have that much facial expressions. I mean, don't you remember Will Smith and iRobot? Remember? It was literally one face. Even when they would get pissed off, it was all one face. I don't think, I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I don't think they had that many. I think you could only tell when they would get mad is when they would turn red. But that's about it. I don't think, it's not like they had eyebrows. And this bitch, she has eyebrows, but I'm not buying. I don't know. Hey, man, this dude, you know, I might be wrong. Maybe this robot. Oh, my God, dude. Imagine a robot. So if this robot is in a film, which she is. Dude, could a robot win an Oscar? Like the Oscar goes to Erica and she's like, thank you. Thank you. Like, how would a robot say thank you? Like, thank you. Like, I don't know how, like, so lifeless. Like, thank you. And then she like prepares a speech. Like ever since I was a chip, I knew I wanted to be an actress. I don't know how that shit works out. That's damn, dude. Like, imagine it took how many years for Leonardo DiCaprio to win an Oscar and it took Erica one fucking film? Shit. And I think the Japanese created her. It says a robot created by Japan's Hiroshi Ishiroko Laboratories called Erica is presented at the IROS 2000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I guess the Japanese created Erica. Um... In the movie, Erica the robot is trapped in a laboratory until a scientist working on a human DNA experiment discovers her and helps her escape. Um, just by reading that, I'm pretty sure this film is to I'm pretty sure this film is going to be PG-13 unless it's rated R. Uh, unless she has all. Yeah, unless. There's a, a, a sexy robot and human scene. Oh, dude, you can already you can I can just already imagine that starting a genre in the Pornhub section. The film was written by Sam Kose. I, I dude, I just butcher names. Eric Pam and Tarek Zodi. There is currently no release date. The AI actress was. Yeah, yeah, she, this bitch was created. Yeah, by Japanese Robotic scientist Hiroshi Hashirago Hershgirl and Kohi 
Ogawa. Yeah. Interesting stuff, dude. Mm. Oh, shit. So this bitch has been making waves ever since the start. It says in 2015, Ishiro called Erica the most beautiful and intelligent robot in an interview with The Guardian. Yeah, look, dude. Um, I mean, like I said, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to pan out. I mean, I'm just shocked at the fact that they're actually having a robot be the lead actress in a sci-fi movie. Well, it makes sense. It has to be a sci-fi movie. Do you expect Erica to be in a Nicholas Sparks movie with fucking like with like Ryan Gosling or some shit? Like who who is usually in a in a Nicholas Sparks film? Just yeah, like imagine Erica and Josh Dumel in a scene together. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Erica, shit, man. I don't know. In a sci-fi movie, this might be promising. This might really be promising. So who knows, dude? Uh, keep a lookout for Erica. This shit might be actually good or it might be the worst fucking thing you've ever seen. Who knows? But it's interesting. Alrighty, moving on to the next topic. Dude, okay, with, look, I understand that people like myself aren't too happy with The Last of Us 2. I am really not happy with that film. With, <laughs> fuck me, dude, not the film, the game, which honestly, for me to mistake it right now, for me to mistake it right now for as a, as a film, it's a compliment. Because, dude, regardless of the story, the game looks phenomenal. The game looks phenomenal. And the gameplay is really good. But everything else is shit. But, guys, I understand how when something is very disappointing, you really wish you can go back in time and talk to the people creating what's about to come out and be like, no, no, no. Don't do that. That's stupid. Like, I, I wish I wish I can go in time and talk to the to Ryan Johnson before he did anything to The Last Jedi. I really wish, you know, if you're a real Star Wars fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And same goes with The Last of Us Part Two. If I had a time machine, I wouldn't go back and kill Hitler. I would go in time and talk to the people at Naughty Dog and be like, dog, and, and, and Naughty Dog, dog. I would, I would be like, dude, what the fuck are you thinking about doing? This isn't it. Start from scratch. I'm from the future. Nobody likes it. 80% of people who bought it want to return it or burn it. Don't. Don't ruin your don't ruin your track record. And then I'll just fucking come back to Corona time in 2020. But my point is, as disappointing as something is, dude, is it really necessary to have petitions like to have petitions about remaking stuff like, you know, damn well, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. As much as I wish they can remake some things 
Like, I wish they can remake Terminator Dark Fate. I wish they can remake um, The Predator 2018. Ugh. I wish they can remake Star Wars The Last Jedi. And I've... And I, I wish they can remake Mafia 3 and, of course, The Last of Us Part 2. But that being said, it's not going to happen. Oh, but Andy, what about the Snyder Cut? That's different because the Snyder Cut for Justice League was already up, I guess. It was already created. There was different versions. So it was, you know, studio meddling. That's different. But when it's something that's a one-time product, like this is it, this is the finishing product, there's nothing else. We've we've put in seven years of work into making this story. There's no other hidden story. There's no fucking director's cut. There's none of that shit. You get what you get. It's stupid for people to fucking have a petition to remake the storyline of The Last of Us Part Two. It's fucking ridiculous. It's not going to happen as much as I wish it can happen. And it says right here, it's like, put your first name, last name, email. And I'm so pissed off, even though right now I'm saying that these petitions don't do shit. They don't. Uh, I'm shit. For the fuck of it, I might be a hypocrite and just put my own name and fucking email because I can understand why this can make somebody feel better. I can. Like I said, dude, dealing with disappointment, it's so rough. It's tough. Like when it comes to this shit, I, oh God, I gotta, I gotta hold this anger in for the, for the spoilers discussion for The Last of Us, dude. But like I said, it's, it's very hard, you know, dealing with disappointment, it's hard. So as stupid as it may be for people to think that petitions are going to actually make a studio invest millions of dollars and time into remaking a storyline because people didn't like it. Dog, when people buy something, that's all they really care about. If it did good numbers, it's still, they could give less of a fuck, dude. I think there was a scene in Straight Outta Compton where um, people, they like, they bought the CDs and they were burning them and then they were like stomping them. And I forgot which character said it. I don't know if it was um, Easy e or Ice Cube's character, but he was essentially, he was basically like, fuck it. They already bought it anyway. They bought them anyway. So it's like when you buy something, do you think they give a fuck if you get scissors and split it in half? Like you're still buying the product as long as you bought the product. These studios, companies, whatever, whoever is selling you the product, they don't give a fuck, dude. So petitions to rape to remake storylines of any kind it's it's fucking ridiculous it's not gonna happen i wish it would but in reality i'm sorry it's not it says right here the last of us part two delivered excellent gameplay great graphics mechanics and phenomenal ga- gunplay however the storyline was an absolute mess yada 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 
we deserve better than this. We paid $60 and we are entitled to make a change. <sighs> you still bought it so they can give less of a fuck about you wanting them to remake anything. Simple, dude. Fucking simple. And going on to the next topic has, bro, I just literally, I didn't look at the video. I didn't look at the video, but apparently there's somebody who goes and knocks on strangers doors and gives them money. Yeah, dude, he like literally he knocks on strangers doors and he gives people money. And I don't think it's like five dollars. But even if it was $5, man, I, what are the chances in that? And the reason why I say that, when you have a video like that, when you have a video like that and it does numbers, you don't think that there's like a kid watching that or it doesn't even have to be a kid because adults, even though you see adults, in their brains, they're not really adults. There's a lot of fucking idiots in this world. So when they see that, and after they see a video of a man knocking on people's doors and giving them money, I'm pretty sure it gives people the thought of, oh, wow, this was eye-opening. So the next time a stranger comes knocking on my door, I'm gonna immediately Unlock it, open it, and see whether or not I hit the lotto. Somebody probably watched, you know, these videos of strangers receiving money from opening a door. And they probably are now encouraged to open doors to strangers in hope of getting some dough, getting some money. Which, dude, I wish we lived in a world that people who knock mysteriously at your door just want to give you money instead of not rape you or fucking steal one of your body parts or some shit, dude. Because, I, dude, from all the times I've gotten weird ass knocks on the door, it's always been weird fucking people like i can tell they're not gonna give me twenty dollars like they're here to either um like just flat out they're here to either hump me or um shit what i'm trying to say is dude from all the times that people have come to my door uninvited like They're not coming here to fucking, they're not coming here on good intentions. So please do not let the internet fool your intelligence. Do not open the door to strangers. They're not going to give you money. Okay. They're only like, it, it amazes me, dude that people still open doors to strangers like weren't you taught at a young age 
not to open the fucking door to strangers. It's not rocket science. You don't, especially it depends which neighborhood you live in. Like the neighborhood I live in, I know if I open the door to a stranger, I deserve whatever is coming next because based on my intelligence, what the fuck else did you expect to happen? Yeah, I, I just, and like this person that says, look, a word of warning, never open the door to strangers. <laughs> really? Duh. But in other words, duh. Damn, this is a lot of reading. Okay. Uh, should I do it? Mm. Oh, okay. I got to drink water for this if I might read it. Okay. Alrighty. Let's do this. Um, despite what my parents always told me, I have never had any trouble with opening the door to strangers. Not when I was a kid and not now that I'm 25. Oh my God, fucking moron. But that all changed the day the old man knocked on at my door. Oh, dude. Yes, see. At least he learned. And I'm surprised he's even... He might have... I don't know how many times I said rape. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if the old man tried reaching for his ding-a-ling. This whole ordeal started about one month ago. And you could say that my life has been hell ever since. It was 12 p.m. on June 20, on June 10th. I was interrupted from my midday yoga flow by a loud knock at the door. Startled and a little concerned by how heavy handed the person was, I approached the door with, dude, <sighs> fuck man. It startled and a little concerned by how heavy handed the person was. So if the person who you don't fucking know is banging at your door like a lunatic, automatically you go, huh, I wonder what seems to be the problem. And you open the door. Fuck, dude. Some people, I don't feel bad if they get kidnapped or bad shit happens to them. Based on your intelligence, like, come on. Fuck me, dude. My heart rate quickly returned to normal once I saw a small old man smiling back at me and I don't fucking some old motherfuckers be creepy if dude some old motherfuckers be creepy I, I don't let that old sh age shit fool me old motherfuckers can be creepy and serial killers too serial rapists and all that shit could you help me please the old man had an accent that I couldn't quite put my finger on and a little fact about me, I have never had much of a poker face. Pretty sure that my immediate discomfort with the situation was likely obvious in my expression. Besides, I don't think anyone has ever knocked on my door to ask for anything before. Not even back when I was living with my parents. I need the number for a local taxi service. I'm not from here, he said. I told him the number and he continuously repeats it back to me incorrectly. In the end, I just wrote it down for him. All good, I said, watching him as he muttered the number to himself. There was no response. He looked at me and walked up my stairs away from my... Oh, my fucking God. I got to read this shit. You ever read something so fucking stupid, you got to read it twice because you just can't 
comprehend the stupidity that is going on. Holy shit, you, this guy has to be one of the most clueless people on his block, at least. I'm pretty sure nobody else in his neighborhood is opening doors to old fucking men. There was no response. He looked at me and walked up my stairs away from my house, laughing to himself. Not creepy at all. I shook it off, closed the door and get back to my day. Literally 30 seconds later, there's loud banging on my front door yet again. I can hear the old man shouting, hello, come back. I opened the door and could see that he was clearly angry this time. He waved the paper at me and accused me of giving him the wrong number. After a while of me stuttering and spluttering, trying to convince him that the number was correct, he stopped shouting. His whole demeanor suddenly shifted and his anger faded. He patted around his trousers and said that he didn't even have a phone to call the taxi on, so he needed to come into my house to use my phone. Can I please come in? He asks, pointing inside my house. I come in. Yeah, he said, word? This motherfucker said, I come in with a question, with a question mark. Dude, I would have beat the shit out of this old man. I would have given him that Spartan kick that Gerald Butler gave to that one black guy in, in the in the beginning of 300. You know that, you know that kick, that this is Sparta kick? Yeah. No, I'm really sorry. I'm busy at the moment. I need to get back to my work, I said. But he just kept pointing, pointing, pointing into my house. This motherfucker, dude, this motherfucker is way too nice. A tactic that I always used when I was home alone as a kid was to let the stranger at the door think that I wasn't really alone at all. When the pizza guy would knock, I'd call upstairs to my non-existent dad and tell him the pizza was finally here. That way, the stranger wouldn't think I was vulnerable and alone, and thus wouldn't get any funny ideas. I used this same tactic with the old man, though it didn't seem to change much. In super challenging situations like this one, advice from my old man would always pop into my head. Fortunately, he used to tell me to shut the door on strangers if they're making me feel uneasy. So in the end, that's exactly what I did. How about not opening the door at all? Huh? <sighs> and that's when this little sweet looking old foreign man began hissing through my letter box. My letter. He was hissing. He... <sighs> yes, literally hissing. He fit his arm through the letter box to lift up the chrome flap and I could see his bulging green eyes peeking through searching around for me. I need your help. Why do you lock me outside? He begged. I need to come in. Please let me in. He hissed, spat, bared his teeth at me and even tried to swipe at me with his lanky little arms. Of course, calling the police was an option, but is it really necessary to waste their time on a senile old man? I mean, you could just, like I said, beat the shit out of him. I did. That's an option. Dude, if you're in my property and you're fucking creeping me out, I don't care how old you are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna body slam you. Get the fuck out of my property. Man. 
Eventually, I went upstairs and shut myself in my bedroom to wait it out. I hadn't even reached the top of my stairs when I remembered that the kitchen window was left wide open. Racing back down the stairs, I prayed that this old man wasn't crazy or desperate enough to climb straight through. But thankfully, once I reached the door, he was gone. I closed the door and the blinds made myself a coffee and got stuck into my work. I pushed the whole scenario to the back of my mind and pretty much forgot about it after a few hours. Until later that evening, just as I was about to drift off to sleep, I heard creaking directly above me in the loft. When I was a kid, I went through a phase of thinking there was somebody living in the loft, walking around at night to taunt me. It used to give me the freakiest nightmares and I'd wake up in my sweat. My parents always assured me that I was hearing the floorboards from the neighbors moving about next door or the groaning of the wooden beams adjusting to the change in weather. Or maybe your parents were just fucking. Like when I was younger, dude, I would think um, there was a ghost and shit in my house. But I'm pretty sure ghosts don't go. Mm. Anyway, that night, it was really, really hot. And as much as I tried to convince myself that the noise was just adjusting wood, the creaks were so rhythmic like a cat skulking on the rooftops and at in the night. As you can imagine, I didn't get much sleep that night. The creaking seemed to trail from one end to the from one end of the house back toward where I was all damn night. So either the neighbors were pacing until the early hours of the morning or my wooden beams were doing some serious adjusting. After that, one sleepless night, life pretty much returned to its boring normal self. I went back to talking in packages for the neighbors without any dramas and working day and night at my desk. The past few weeks have actually been quite busy for me as I took on some new clients that allowed me to get lost in my writing and forget about the whole bloody thing. And then it happened. The night that made some simple creaking seem like child's play. July 5th, there was... A heat wave across England. Oh shit, this is an England word. And although my clunky little fan was constantly whirring away in my bedroom, I could not get to sleep. I read for hours lying flat like a starfish on my bed. And at about 3 a.m., I ventured out of my bedroom to pee. That's pretty much any anybody, really. That's when I saw it, opposite my bedroom, poking half of its body out of my loft, don't tell me, holding itself upside down with ease, a naked, wrinkly figure, yo, staring right at me. Dude, this is just like the visit. Old people getting naked and people being uncomfortable with it. Ugh, an, an old wrinkly naked body sort of like um in it chapter two when um she thought that that one chick was you guys know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about and wow i could and he said i could have sworn its eyes were aglo murky green headlights shining deep into my soul when i say that i screamed the house down i screamed the house down the shadowy figure crept back into the loft 
and the door groaned shut behind it. Within seconds, I had retreated back into my bedroom and tore the wardrobe down in front of the door so that nobody could get in. My body was shaking and I felt nauseous as hell. Come on, dude, you a man. If I see another groan, especially if it's an old man naked, I'm like, grandpa, like, what the fuck are you doing in my house naked? First of all, you need a, you need, you need to lock your doors better because if an old man can break into your house and take off his clothes and look at you while you're sleeping, you don't have the best locks because that's, I mean, he's fucking old as shit. I mean, as cool as Clint Eastwood is, I don't think Clint is old enough. I don't think he has that much energy to sneak into a young man's place do it quietly and take off his clothes like that I, dude okay this is a sick old fuck but credit where credit is due um for an old guy that takes skill it takes a lot of skill it really does because old people are just naturally loud like like for everything i'm pretty sure you can hear their bodies like like you could just hear a crack, right? So clearly, dude, this was everything that he wrote. Apparently, this was everything he wrote. Um, maybe he didn't. Wow, I mean, I, shit. Now I'm curious what happened to him at the end. Uh, I'm pretty sure he called the cops, or he um said, you know what, fuck this old man. I'm about to, I'm about to give him a eight piece combo, and show him what's up. That's what I'm saying, though. Don't open the door to strangers. How many fucking times does somebody have to like? I don't think anybody should have to tell you that. I think you should just maybe watch. I don't know. Lifetime. For a second. I just don't. For somebody to comprehend common sense like that. It just don't open the door to strangers. Just don't. And for any of you who are who are listening, who open the door to strangers well um i think it's gonna catch up to you one day and it's not gonna be somebody trying to give you money it's gonna be um it's probably gonna be this old man because shit who knows whatever the fuck happened to him dude you could yeah who, who fucking knows what happened to him he probably went on to the next young man's house and uh, fuck it who knows right yeah, just don't open the door to strangers. Uh, simple as that. And we are 43 minutes in. I'm pretty sure I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, yeah. Uh, make sure to look in the description of this podcast episode. I will have all my social accounts there and donations and petitions where you can sign, where you can look into with everything that's going on in the world. And yeah, guys, I think that's that that'll be it for today's episode. I appreciate you for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one. Alrighty. 